All right, what's up, what's up? We back. Yeah. Derek and Dijon, back for episode four. Episode four. Man, hey. <laughs> That's wild. Hey, we, we told you all we was hoping to have the full video for the last one. Yeah. Had the full video, so, you know, <laughs> making the improvements. We prayed on the episode last time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jeez. Making, making progress. Yeah. Yeah, so. But, yeah, just, just wanted to say thank you for all the feedback, all the support. Uh, the comments, the likes, you know, everything. Um, again, just trying to grow this thing out, and so far, so good, right? It's been working. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. You ready? Yeah, where do you want to start today? Um, do you want to do a recap of the last video, or do you want to start with a game? Um, if, if we go back to the last video, uh -huh. the, the only thing that I would say is just, like, recently – with the, with the Jada thing, mm -hmm. more more Jada stuff has come out. So, mm -hmm. but I don't really want to get into it. But she said something like something came out where she was talking about she didn't even want to marry Will Smith. Mm. Yeah, you showed me that. Yeah, and then the video where she was like recording him in the house, and he was like, "Social media is my bread and butter, but I ask that you don't just like in my house record start me? recording me." I quit out my. And fish. then she was like, "Look at this foolishness I'm dealing with." And then put it back on them again. <laughs> like I said in the last one, since we're talking about the last video, you don't know what's going on in that house. And, hold on, and she came out and said, since since we did the last video, I wish he wouldn't have even went up there and did that. So now it's just like, damn, like, I can't win. I can't win for losing. I can't, it's like. I can't stand behind that, though. Because if you would have went up there and slapped someone, in public, I'm saying you gonna support it. You gotta I support am 100. percent It's like you know what he did. What he did, he protected the black queen. He did. I'm 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 milking it. But at home, I'm like, bro, why? Mm -hmm. <laughs> why did you do that? Yeah, I should have grabbed your coattail. You should have gave me a look like, bro, I'm about to go out there and do something stupid. She something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say what she should have did, but I mean. In the moment, I mean, mm -hmm. but she probably shouldn't have came out and been like, no. "I don't, I didn't, I didn't want him to do that." I wish you she didn't do that. You gotta stand behind them. I'm sorry. Hey man, it's just like, and you know, not to just be up in people's relationships and stuff, but all of this stuff is being pushed onto us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the details of their relationship, we we know about this because of the red table talks and all of that type of stuff going along, like. With, with things that she's doing and saying, mm -hmm. you know? And so it's like, again, like, just to see somebody be made, somebody that's so iconic to our culture. Yes. From, like, like rapping, acting. This is a rapper, right, who who made the decision that he didn't want to cuss in any of his any, any of his songs and never did. Did he promise his grandma that or something? I mean, I you might. You might. I think it was. I think he promised his grandma or something because she said she wouldn't be able to listen to it as well. So he was like, "Okay." Dang, you might have just told me something. I didn't know. I yeah. didn't. I never heard that. <laughs> yeah, I believe. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's crazy. Uh -huh. Yeah, but just a just an icon in our culture, mm -hmm. and and now he's just like this laughing stock, and it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just sad to see. It is. It, it's. It was sad when we first saw it. We was all just. Mm. Push back just watching the video as it happened. You mean the slap? Yes, the slap. Oh. The the very first reaction we were like I mean all of it. Yes. Like but every now everything now it's becoming I mean, just a, 
a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just crazy. And it's it's sad. Yeah. And it, but but something that we didn't touch on, um, like there was a Willow Smith, she wrote Tupac a letter. Yeah. Where she was like, you know, I wish you weren't dead. And I wish you were were still here so that you can make mommy happy and make me happy. Like, all right, man. So you telling your daughter, like, but, I miss this person that's dead, that's not your daddy. To to make her happy and me happy. Ah man, like I your said, we don't is, know what's your, going on in the house. Your father is Will Smith. We see Will Smith as the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You saying he he could be on some? He can be on some more shit. Man, we don't know. Man, look, I'm gonna get off of this, man. Cause, cause then, cause even then, the birthday thing that we that we that I showed you yesterday, it's just a it's just a lot, man. It's just like every time I'm seeing something happen, it's like the birthday thing you're talking about that he did something. It was what for her fortieth, yeah. And he supposed to be making this big extravaganza, and then it, he ended up like what hiring Mary J. Blige. This was he told the story on the Red Table Talk. Mm-hmm. And so now she was, re- what did she say? What was her rebuttal? So, so after her 37th birthday, okay. he, he said he made the decision after that, like for the 40th, mm-hmm. I'm going to do something extravagant. So he went and hired like a, hired a team to trace her roots, trace her, trace her heritage, made a documentary, had Mary J. Blige perform at the, at the birthday party, all this type of stuff, trying to make this like. The most extravagant thing mm-hmm. and i think he said something along the lines of i want this to be the biggest display of my love or mm-hmm. something and she said and he said that she said <laughs> this was the most ridiculous display of your ego but, and, but then at the red table talk he said it hurt but then he said he realized it was and i'm not gonna mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say all of that you know, like, we were talking about, I, I wouldn't want something like that, mm-hmm. per se. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't have to be something all, like, crazy and extravagant. You know what I'm saying? It just needs to be something that that makes me feel appreciated or, or makes me think, like, this person took time out and, and thought about me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just something like that. But um, But one thing that we're not thinking about, he did everything that all his resources that he had. You know, mm-hmm. as in, like, he has the money, he has the connections, he was able to do all this. Mm-hmm. So, we talking about now, us, on our level, you don't want nothing extravagant, but if I throw you a party, it's going to be on my level, as in, what if I go find your old high school teacher that probably changed your life forever and it made you the person that you are today? You know, something crazy, like, some he was thinking, you know, mm-hmm. what is it like? outside the box Mm -hmm. so it's like if i think outside the box it would be something on that level you know but you already said you don't want nothing like that (laughs) look 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 even even if even if you did do something like that Mm -hmm. and i didn't even like it i still wouldn't say this is the most ridiculous display of your ego no that hurt that's 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 like some cutting words it's like it's like you're saying that to like for it to sting Mm -hmm. Cause you could have, you could have, you could have framed that in so many other ways. Mm-hmm. Would she tell Tupac that? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey. Oh snap! That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. I it's, mean, hey. But she's she's bringing it along, man. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, the joke is out there. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it's too late. So, 
crazy. But yeah, let's man, let's get off of this, man. <laughs> this is some old stuff. Yeah. You know, by the time we got around to recording this, uh, it was already like five days mm-hmm. past like the slap. And so now it's like almost two weeks. Mm-hmm. Almost two weeks. So it's like but yeah, man, just just the last video, I think I think the last video was great. Yeah. The last video was great. I remember saying, look, as soon as it was over and and we saw that we had the video, I just remember just being ecstatic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was cra- it was a crazy we feeling. We partied that night. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this is the one that makes me feel like a real podcaster. Aww. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't just something that, that we're doing. This Not is something play, that play. that we're doing, and, it, and, it's, and it's coming out. It's coming out well. Yeah. So... Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it definitely feels good actually starting and uh, moving forward with a project mm-hmm. because this is definitely something that's completely out of my element. I'm used to being this quiet girl, not really talking to anybody. Even being on a volleyball team, it's more like I'm always part of a team effort, but I don't have to speak. Mm-hmm. I was always the co-captain, and I was that you know. But this is something. I mean, you out in the forefront. It's only mm-hmm. me and you, <laughs> so yeah, it's a little different. But I'm enjoying it though. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, doing it with me. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you for including me though. For sure. Yeah. All right, man. Let's uh, you know, enough for the recap. Yeah. I feel like we should get into these new topics. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do it. Okay. How, how you do so it? we're gonna start off with a game. A good question. Game. Okay. It says, "What is the biggest food deal breaker someone could do?" You want to read the question? Yeah, and so the, well, the, the answer, answer choices, choices yeah. are okay. eating your leftovers, drinking the last sip, eating the last bite, or eating off your plate. You so what first? is the biggest deal breaker? Uh, Maybe, would this be like a deal breaker for, for someone that you're on a first date with or something? Because when you really like with somebody, with somebody, mm-hmm. like... You ain't gonna break everything off over or something like this. I would mean, you? if you really big about your food and don't want to share anything, you will really be like, you know what, this is over. First, let's answer. Okay, okay, okay. So either you can look at it in a mind. Okay, answer two ways. But mm-hmm. if the both both of your answer choices mm-hmm. matches, then you get to do one. But look at it as in like first date or dating state phase, or you actually in a relationship. Eating the last bite, mm-hmm. like to me. Is that like we're a shared meal where we're both taking from something? No. They're eating I'm, the last bite I'm off my plate. I'm taking your last bite off your plate. But, I, but wouldn't that go with eating off your plate? No. The way I interpret it is like... No, eating off your plate is period, just reaching over and eating off your plate. Some mm-hmm. people have a, a big phobia about that. And then and then eating the last bite is eating the last bite of your food. Yes, off your, eating your, taking your last bite. And then eating your leftovers mm-hmm. and drinking your last sip. Man, I, listen, listen. I wouldn't want somebody to do any of those things. <laughs> Boy, A, B, C, or D. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You be eating off my plate. So which one is the deal breaker? Okay, first say dating stage. What is it, What would be the deal breaker? Listen, man, look. The one that I wouldn't like the most is eating my leftovers probably. Okay. Because every other thing is happening in front of me. And like the leftovers is like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 gone doing whatever, and I'm anticipating coming back to something, and then it's not there. 
And so, like, I could have had the opportunity to go get more food, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and, like, plan something different. But then I come back home and it's gone. That'll be the worst one for yeah. sure. So, actually, I was going to pick that one. Yeah. Because that's my biggest thing, especially if I'm going to work and then I come back. Because you thinking about that all day. Yeah. Or even just a couple of hours. And then you go back in the fridge and you like, where the cheesecake in? Especially sweet. Sweets for me. I have a sweet too. So you bet not. But um, taking my last bite, if I didn't offer it to you. Yeah. So my answer could be different. Yeah, you bet not take my last bite. Mm -hmm. If I didn't say it back, here you go. But you just reach over there and be like, and touch my food. uh, Yeah. I can't. But choose choose one though. Okay, so I will take eating my last bite. If I didn't offer two. That's the worst one to you on there? Yeah. I thought you, you said you were going to choose eating leftovers. Yeah, but just something different. All right. I feel you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, but yeah, 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 yeah. Eating my leftovers. So so this is like the the way I, the reason I asked it was because to me, this might be a deal breaker for someone that you, that you newly met. Mm-hmm. Not someone you, you were established with. But I wouldn't break up. You can up still with you can somebody. still get mad, but yeah. the word deal breaker. Yeah, I would I wouldn't break up with them. Yeah. If they do any of them. Right. But we about to have a little sit down. Uh huh. You about to know that I'm mad. You're like, bro, don't do that no more. Hey man, hey, leftovers for sure. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Speaking of dating, no. I mean, hey. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. You go. All right, just uh, just just speaking of dating and and speaking of uh, um, again, like I'm I'm seeing that as something that a deal breaker for someone that you're 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 newly seeing that someone who's like fresh and new in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of the topics that you wanted to speak on today was dating in 2022, mm-hmm. right? So first date rituals, roles and relationships, all of that type of jazz, right? Mm-hmm. And so. What direction did you want to go in when it comes to speaking about first day rituals? Okay. Like, what do you what do you mean per se? Okay, so I wanted to see your opinion about like, you know, everybody said when you go on the first date, you're supposed to open up the door, walk to her front door, actually knock on the door, and you know, greet yeah, yeah, her keep going. if she live with her parents. You hey, know, this is gonna be Introduce good. yourself. Hey, go ahead. Keep uh-huh. going. Keep going, keep going. And then, you know, go to the car, open up the car door, uh-huh. making sure you open all the doors, you know, wherever you decide to go. Right. Also, something to think about, do you pay on the uh-huh. first date? Okay. Okay? Yeah. And then all the way to the end, go back home, do you get out the car, kiss her goodnight? You, blah, you, blah, blah. You, you let somebody kiss you on the first date? <laughs> huh? On the first date, yeah. If the vibe was right, mm. yes. Hey, it sound like a romance movie. <laughs> it's all them chick flicks you watching, man. I mean, man, look. Come on. Um, first day, rich. Would I would I do any of the things that you said? Yeah. I mean, in twenty twenty, and you have to also take two. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I went two years back. That's pre. That's pre pandemic. But I'm thinking about you also got to take into account that we meeting people off the internet uh-huh. because we primarily yes yes for sure this is not meeting someone so first date rituals 
you still go pick up that person for the first date. Pick them up? Yeah. Uh, personally, I mean, I could pick somebody up for the first date, mm-hmm. but, like, I found that having somebody drive, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've, I found that just meeting somebody somewhere is pretty good because then you can – you can decide to just be over with what's happening mm-hmm. if you need to be over with. And, and if you pick somebody up, it's like now I'm obligated. Like regardless of how this goes, I'm obligated to make sure you get back. You know what I'm saying? And No, no. I'm not saying it in a bad way. I'm saying what like. What you mean obligated? Listen, you decided to go no, on this date with I know. But I'm saying like what if, what if you had like the worst experience with somebody? And it's like I don't even want. I don't even want to be in the car driving you back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Have that ever happened to you? Um, off of first meeting somebody? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying that it could happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, I've I've had like, I wouldn't say like awkward encounters. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've had an awkward, an awkward date, and not really a, even a date, just meeting somebody, and it would just. So much better that I didn't have to mm. take them back. So I guess we gotta exclude date. Mm-hmm. So do we need to see the first meeting if we're basing it off meeting someone it off means, social media? It doesn't. And then date as in okay, now we know this person. Now it's the first official date. Yeah. So I mean, either one is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, it fits for both for both situations. Uh, I say, but. As as far as the the holding the doors and opening the doors and all of that type of stuff, I still think I still think I'm someone who would try to do do that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely been times where I just didn't. You know, because a lot of the times when I would just be meeting people, I wouldn't, I wasn't in my in my mind. It wasn't like a date. You know, mm. so it was like a meet and greet. Yeah, like you know. So. I mean, what triggers you to finally open up the door for her? Because you opened up the door for me. I don't know. You, so, I mean, <laughs> you don't know. So, you don't open up the door for your friends? For my female friends? Uh-huh. Yeah, probably, yeah. Probably, probably, like, yeah. I mean, listen, listen, listen. I'll hold the door open for for someone that I don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying like going out of my way to make sure like, oh no, don't don't open the door. I'm gonna get out and come around and open like like doing all of that. Like okay, I've done it, but it's like it's not something that's just like a hundred percent on my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 2022, man. I thought we all we all equal. It's all about equality. You know what I'm saying? Like you can open the door yourself too. What? You can open the door yourself too, though. I could. Let me. But so 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 look. Let me ask you something, right? Mm-hmm. When you said first date rituals, every single thing that I heard you say was something that was like oriented or or directed towards me mm-hmm. as a man is what I should be doing. Okay. What 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 should a woman do for a first date ritual? What's something that you could could do on the first date to show me good favor or to show me, you know, what I'm saying the best side of yourself? Hmm. That is a good question. That's a great question. That's a loaded question. I've never, I've never like really just heard what a woman should do. I just heard, I just heard stuff that 
that you can't expect from women. Mm. Like, just because you pay for this meal don't mean I got to give you something. Okay. I just heard stuff like that. Like, I mean, that's what true. Could, like, what could, but what if could, you pay for it, doesn't mean you're supposed to get the cookie. Man, look. But, I mean, coming back to it, answering your question, um, when I go on a first meet, mm-hmm. quote unquote, with someone, I do pay for myself. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to feel obligated that I owe you anything. This is more like, okay, now we meet in person. We can just see how, you know, the conversation, how, you know, we react to each other. If it's, if there is any chemistry between us. Mm-hmm. So the first meet and greet, I'm more like, let's go Dutch. I don't say it. I've never actually said we're going Dutch, but just when the waiter comes to the table, I'll be like, he was like, okay. I was like two separate. Mm-hmm. And they know. Mm-hmm. They they tried to argue with me, but it's like, next time if you want to take me out, take me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep it. Man, look. For the, for the most part, like, if I've had, if I have it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll I'll take care. I'll take care of what, uh, I'll take care of everything surrounding, like, us meeting up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we got drinks or, like, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? I will supply the stuff or whatever. And it's it's never been on my mind, like, Oh, you you should you should split something with me or something like that. Mm-hmm. If I ever went somewhere with, with with a woman, like I would pay for I'll pay for the stuff unless they offer. Mm-hmm. But if they offering, I'm not just gonna be like nah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know one of the one of the wildest feelings that I've had because I remember like meeting somebody and like paying for stuff and, and doing all this stuff, and then I remember like us going somewhere right and. She had to take some money out or something, and I remember her going into this into this pouch, and she just pulled out a whole stack of money. And, she and was a hold on, hold on, hold on, or something, and and, <laughs> and like and I was just like, like look, look, take look, me you, out, sweetheart. No, no, you gotta understand. <laughs> I was just like, like what? Like I felt bamboozled, bro. Oh, jeez. I paid for everything, and this chick got money in her pocket. No, were they dollar bills? No, no, they weren't single. They weren't single oh. dollars. No, she had a whole lot of money. And, and I was a, like, was all this right, a date bro. or a meet and greet? No, I see. I see her multiple times by then. Oh, so this was a date. It wasn't no date, bro. Just hanging out. <laughs> but still, though, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. But but going back to like what, what I was just saying, okay. what could a woman be be Bring to expected to, act, to to offer? Okay. Um, you, I feel you're supposed to just show up and look cute. I that's, mean, that's, that's all. a plus. <laughs> but I mean, what I bring, um, like I said, I go Dutch. Um, I'm polite. Like to me, that's a given. Like. Some people can be rude and they think that's cute and it's not. Yeah. So like, it's like so- I, I I let you know, especially if you pay for more, if we go somewhere or you think outside the box and do something, you gonna know I appreciate it. Uh-huh. Um. What else? Being 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 polite. And, that's a big and, and, thing. And, and feminine, just it's it's an easy thing. <sighs> it's an easy thing to offer up. But I mean, 
how many times like you how many times have you taken someone out and you feel like they wasn't appreciative of it maybe a time or two mm-hmm. i mean it's happened uh, and then sometimes I like to, um, if he doesn't know exactly where to go, I like to think outside the box and give ideas or be like, you know what, just be ready. This is a place that we can go. Do you want to go here tonight? Uh-huh. But if I call you and tell you that I want to go somewhere, I'm going to pay, I'm going to pick up the bill uh-huh. because I invited you out. Oh, so, so you feel like whoever asked the other person should pay for it. Mm-hmm. If it's on the dating, on the dating side now, I could, whoever I asked to go out. They should pick up the bill. I could I could agree with that. Mm-hmm. If I'm inviting you to a concert, I'm not expecting you to buy the tickets. I have the tickets. I mean, I might even come pick you up. Mm-hmm. Be like, you know what? I'm on my way. This concert starts here. I need to be on time because we got a pregame. You know? Hey, this 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 mentality that you have is not the mentality that most women are, are having about any of this it's stuff. It's the type of women that you're dating, though. Yeah. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, even just talking about this, you know, this isn't, at least from my experience, like, the way that you, the way that you act is not, like, the the most common, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, or maybe, like, I wouldn't, I don't even think I've just, just experienced, like, I've experienced some, 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 I would say... I don't want to say bad, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I've experienced some women who didn't have, like, the best qualities or, or you know, have the best, uh, who weren't really appreciative of things. And I guess just the best qualities, is that, is that the right thing to yeah. say? And so, but at the same time, I wouldn't say that's been my overall experience. But now, a different element that's now out here is, like, with social media stuff. And so... It's like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just because on social media you can just so freely say whatever that some people are, are like going overboard with the things that they say, mm-hmm. and they may not even be like that in person. But like, just being on social media, I be seeing, I be seeing some of the stuff some of these women be saying, and I be like, you know what, this is crazy. It's the new expectations, like. Oh, because I'm, you know, he's supposed to buy me everything. He's supposed to do this and he's supposed to do that. And it's like he don't supposed to. Listen, it's a plus. Listen, because like we talked about it before, back in the day, the men was the ones that was the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. So they the ones that had the jobs. The women had to stay at home. They didn't or didn't make as much money. So yeah, right. the man had to come home, come and pick up the girl from the house, introduce himself to his her parents. I mean, you introduce yourself to my parents. Uh-huh. I mean, a lot of the stuff is still traditional, and uh-huh. you, you did it. Okay. But now in this new age, yeah, people, women are still expecting it, and it's like, okay, but you want to be independent, you want to be this, you know, this new era of woman, and dang, what do you bring to the? I understand that. I understand uh-huh. the cry that men are saying, like, what are you bringing to the table? What else are you bringing? Right. Mm-hmm. Because because. Just, just, just from my perspective, right? A lot of the things that you would want in return from from a woman, mm-hmm. like the the femininity, right? You know what I'm saying? Like even things like let's say in an actual relationship, like cooking and cleaning, like like those those like uh, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say like utilities, but the thing is, it's like 
a lot of those things, there are a bunch of women who are opposed to doing those things because they they think it makes them seem inferior or something. Or because they're not married. But when do you separate the two? When do I don't supposed to do one thing until I get married? I'm not going to do this for you until you, until you marry me. Like, all right, I could say... I don't I don't want to spend no money on no woman that I'm not married to because I'm just throwing money down the drain instead of saving it for for who will be my wife. I could say it's gonna be I could say find no 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 I could say all right like all right if you're not going to do no if you're not going to do if you aren't going to do anything mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like <laughs> man I almost said something I almost said something what No nah, like so so you feel like th- that you could really be like, all right, if you don't if you don't marry me, I shouldn't if I shouldn't do any any of those types of things for you, regardless of what you're doing for me. Mm. If she feel like she's pushing it over the limit, okay, I put myself in it. Um, but it's still different with us <laughs> because we have our two different places. So it's like most of the time I'm doing this cooking. But you have your times that you cook as well. So it's like right now we still have share the equal roles. It's not one person doing everything. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm over here, sometimes I still clean. If you over at my place, you clean. Like So it's like it's shared responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I don't know when the line should be drawn. I think we need to probably have like a married couple and then someone else that has a different way of thinking. Because it's like when, when do you supposed to separate it? Because I, I feel like once you get married, it shouldn't change anything. You Man, do the same look, thing. The way the way I feel, I feel like you offer up who you are and without restriction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like. But like, you do set. I mean, I feel like we both have already shared that we do want something more. We both mm-hmm. had already, you know, have shared that we want to be married. You know, that's not something. I mean, and it, I mean, I feel like that's a hard timeline. You know, because you don't want to waste anybody's time. If you don't feel that same way, just going on this end of relationship. If you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I feel like we're getting away from the, uh, like. But I'm just, I'm just how it goes to. Okay, I'm not doing this until we get married uh-huh. or until you marry me. Yeah. But if I feel like you just need to share with your person, whoever you're dating. Okay, yeah, I do want to get married, but I'm still doing everything that I'm going to do. Nothing is going to change until you put a ring on it. Yeah, and that, but that's what I'm saying though. But there's some people, like you said, who are saying like I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be cooking and cleaning and doing all this stuff unless you, unless you, unless you marry me. Like I'm not about to be doing all this type of like submissive stuff. But it's like at the same time, how would I even know that you would be a good fit if you to to marry if I if I've never seen you do these things yeah. if I if I don't see the complete value that you can add to my life mm-hmm. like why would I be like oh yeah I'm a, I'm trying to spend my whole life with you even though you want even though you have it in your mind that you won't do these certain things because of like your positioning or because like you feel like until this happens I'm not gonna like mm-hmm. that's not that's not even somebody I would really even want to be with mm. somebody who's thinking like that you know so I guess I just need to put out there for the women that are saying that they just need to they should probably should start doing it but they give themselves a um a timeline Man, the women like okay by this time if you haven't decided that you want to marry me that's it listen you wasting my time you saying timelines the women the women talk, the, the women, the like, women that's it. listen the women spring. the women talking about that type of stuff is is going to be single and I don't think you should like put no no a timeline on on getting married I mean you know 
for a woman, we think about if we want to have kids, if we want to, you know, we think about all that. So uh-huh. if you haven't decided within what two years, to me, within two years, if you don't know if you want to be with that person, if you want to, ma- if y'all both agree that you want to be married. Not saying that y'all both agree. Okay, yeah, that's cool. We can be together and that's it. But if y'all both had clearly stated that you want to be married, Mm. okay, within, what, two years, if you still are unsure, it's like, okay, if you're not sure, let me find someone that, you know, (laughs) is clear about it. You (laughs) know, instead it's like, okay, if you don't want to marry me, it is what it is. Let me go on and move around. You watching all these, uh... All these uh, chick flick romance, romance in a day. <laughs> but how else are you supposed to do it? You don't think about that. Hey man, I I don't I don't feel like I would ever just be like, unless a, a long long period of time is going by mm-hmm. where I would just be like, you know, you know, what are we doing? But you saying like two years? I just threw out a number. You put out a definite number though. I threw out a number. I'm saying because some people be in a relationship for 10 plus years and then the woman says she wants to be married, but the man like, okay. I never said that. Okay, that's a decade. It, it, you you said two. Whatever her timeline is. Man, look. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 I'm trying not to say the wrong thing. You, you, all right. So, we went to from first day rituals, and we kind of just talked about roles and relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Do you so so you feel like, as far as roles and relationships, you feel like there are are definite roles that we should have. Do I feel like it's definite roles? Yeah, like definite roles. Like you talked about cooking and cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and then you talked about all the things that I could do, and you brought it up during like dates, but like. Even, like, beyond dates, like, still opening doors, doing, like, car work, moving heavy stuff, mm-hmm. like, protecting, you know what I mean? Like, having defined roles. You think that that's something that, that should be in relationships? Um, yeah. Yeah. But it should be discussed between the two people. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm not, if I hear something in the middle of the night, I'm not about to be the one to jump up and go figure out what's wrong. Not if right. you've been there with me. Right. So those are, I guess, those are the defined roles. Uh-huh. You clean better. You clean deeper than I do. So and I cook better. That's kind of the defined roles. Not not breakfast though. Anyway, but he not, cooked one thing right. Yeah, but like, <laughs> so so, but you think okay, so you think that there should be defined roles? Yeah. I think I think so as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like a job. But like, but like the thing is, you have all of these people seemingly on social media who just always be saying, "I ain't gotta do this, I ain't gotta do that, I'm independent, I ain't gotta," and it's just, it's just kind of strange. Because they's probably saying that based off, um, women should cook, clean, take care of the kids, do all that, and the men just need to go on, go to work and bring the money home. Like, yeah, I don't believe in that crap. Listen. I've seen I've seen some some women literally say that what this man needs to do is is take care of all the expenses and and, and bills and, and stuff, mm-hmm. including mine, right? Mm-hmm. And while I still work my job, and then somebody was like, "Well, what are you doing with the money that you got? It's mine." So it's like you need to 
you need to work and provide for you and me as a man. And I'm going to still work, but then my money is my money. Mm. And it's just like, I'll be seeing, you know, you see these people who have these types of, of mentalities. And it's like, what type of person will want to be with you? Like, I can understand, okay, if, if this if it's someone who's making an exorbitant, like, I don't even, I said exorbitant. Oh, man. <laughs> if it's somebody who's making, um, you know, uh, a very decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. I could see how they would just be like, I don't really care about your money. You know what I'm saying? But, but like, for most people, mm-hmm. right, because most people don't make that amount of money. Mm-hmm. It's like, how could you even expect something like that of an average person? And so, and so now it's like, you'll see a lot of people, like a lot of women who have those types of expectations probably aren't going to be with anybody. Well, I mean, I could just think back, but um, my parents, my dad went to work when we was growing up and my mom stayed home. She was like, mm-hmm. you know, stay at home mom. Whatever the, you know, how much money my dad brought in. I mean, it's four of us, a total of six people in the household. So it's like he had enough to ca- to cover everything plus more. We still went on family vacation. Listen, but yeah, but like. So it, I know my mom had to find Rose and he did that. Even though, yeah, she did all the cooking and cleaning. She went on field trips. She was part of the PTA. Like, she even made my dad lunch and stuff like that. And then my dad, yeah, um, when he came home, if we were in trouble, my mom could just say, all right. And she look over at him, and boom. You don't want that to happen. I mean, so, all, go ahead. So I guess you just, I guess in each relationship, you have to define and, but they are, I feel like the women or whoever is speaking about this, they, you know, looking at past relationships, but it's like, you can't automatically say that's what you're going to do mm-hmm. because it's like, what else did my mom bring to the table? You know, she took something off my dad that he didn't have to do and vice versa. You know, she didn't have to go out and work a nine to five, then come back home and not sharing, you know, it was an equal, whatever they figured out, it mm-hmm. balanced out everything. And I feel like people are not thinking about that. If you're going to be a stay-at-home or if you're going to go to work, but you're not going to bring your money to the table and I'm over here got to pay for everything. It, it sounds narcissistic. Mm-hmm. And, and it's and it's like having a mentality, having a me mentality and something that's, that's, something that's like between two people. It's like we have this relationship, which is a, a dynamic between two people, but I'm framing everything about me. And, and nothing is about what I can give. It's all about what I can get out of this. Mm. And a lot of people, and it's sad to say, but a lot of people have that mentality now. Everything is about what I can get. Mm-hmm. It's not about what, what type of value I have and the type of value I can provide to other people. It's like, what can I get out of people to 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 make my situation better? And that's all I care about. And it's crazy when you hear when people respond like, "Okay, so what are you bringing to the table?" Yeah. Or what do you expect? Or it's like the answers that you hear, you like, uh-huh. "Wow, that's it." Or um, what was the what was that podcast we listened to? And um, uh, I'm not gonna say the podcast, but uh, someone asked a woman, "What negative qualities uh-huh. do you think 
you 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 display to men, right? Or what negative qualities do you think you have that men will find unattractive? And she said something like, this is what you're talking about, right? Yep. She said something like, well, I just feel like I'm so successful and make so much money that men that men are intimidated by me. Like, listen. No, 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 no. <laughs> he said, what unattractive qualities do you have? And you have them mm-hmm. because everybody has flaws. Everybody has something that, that, that someone else can look at and say, I don't like that. But when you this is this is talking about having no self reflection. Everything that could possibly be be wrong with me has to actually be something that's wrong with somebody else. So the only thing that could actually be wrong about me is that I'm just so good and so successful is that it makes them feel bad. Mm-hmm. And this is the mentality that some people walk around with. And it's just it's crazy. It's crazy to see. It's crazy to hear it. You think that would be a good quality? To have that you are um, a successful, like I got my shit together. Like you would think that would be something that a man, a man is looking for. Like, oh wow, I don't have to take care of you on that level. I can show you something else. I listen. I can bring something else. Listen, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. When it talks about women being super successful, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not gonna speak for for all men or anything, but I don't see how a woman would make me feel. Um, inferior. No, 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 like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would feel inferior or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's just weird. Like she, she's saying that it makes them feel a certain type of way because she's so successful, but maybe it's just because you have some like money or something that you act a certain type of way because of that, mm-hmm. and it's not something that they want to do with. That, that's exactly what I was about to say. Because you have money, like, I feel like people are disposable. I feel like I should be highly wanted. You know, because I look a certain type of way, I have options. And somebody could just look at you and say, I don't want to deal with that. And you're taking them not wanting to deal with it and saying, well, you're just intimidated by me. Mm. Like, no. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't feel intimidated if I made more money than you? Why would I? So what if I say you can be that um, stay-at-home dad? What time? What to... listen? What time you want dinner? <laughs> you wouldn't mind at all. Oh wow! No, but I wouldn't do that. Like I, I definitely have to have things going on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I have to be doing. I have to be doing things. You know, but like, no, I, I just have to be doing things yeah. personally for sure. Going back to what you said, it definitely depends on the person. It's depending on how they're carrying themselves, how they talking to. Because it's still a, a man that you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't dealing with someone that's cowardly or anything like that. Being in her position, if she saying that she has all this money, you're probably dealing with someone else that has that certain that same lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, you ain't better just talk to me any kind of way. You ain't about to deal with me any kind of way. You know, I've been doing this on my own. So bringing those two worlds together and you feel as if you make more money than him or you make a lot of money, period. It's like, oh, I can't keep a man because of this. It's like. You feel like some of the women just just be acting masculine? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they in a dick swing contest with a man? Like. I make or this they much was right. in um, past relationships that 
they just pretty much doing the same thing that someone else that have done to them. So mm. they feel like because they in that position now, this is how they supposed to act. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it. Because right. dudes do it. Mm. We can't just be like, you hear that? Yeah, that's really loud. Keep going, keep going though. You can't um, just take it away and make it a scene like it's just the women that's doing it. Because right. men do it all the time. For sure. But why is that okay? They do what? I'm sorry. They do what? Just, you know, because I'm I'm the breadwinner. I can tell you what to do and have these crazy type of attitudes, these type uh-huh. of demeanors. There's the only reason this is being brought to, you know, to the forefront because women are doing it. And they carry themselves a certain way. But men do it all the time. What's all the time? Whatever type of relationships the men feel like they have money, they can treat women any type of way. Some men do it. So, like, some. why is that acceptable? Is it some or is it all the time? Oh, I just wanted to make it. Yeah, clear. really. No, I'm being, I'm, being, I'm being for, is it some or is it I mean, have, I haven't been in that situation. You So, you haven't specifically seen it? No. You, you didn't see your parents do it? No. So, so it happens, but you aren't mm-hmm. fully aware. Okay. Just, mm-hmm. just, just making sure. Because I've never seen it either. But it happens. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know it happens. Probably. Ain't probably, you know. It probably happens. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, just just with the relationships and stuff, man. Um, just to wrap it up, you feel like there should be defined roles in relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should be as well, and I feel like those things are okay. You know, like you have this this push against um, these traditional roles, and I feel like there's nothing really wrong with them. You know, but. Those things have to be a, a back and forth, and as far as from 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 my perspective, when I'm looking at content, when I'm looking at what men are saying, mm-hmm. a lot of them are saying that women are pushing back on being traditional, right? Mm-hmm. But still, but still wanting men to still hold those traditional values. Like you got to hold those traditional values. You need to do this and do that and do this as a man. But then when it comes to me as a woman, oh, you can't, you need to get out of women's business. You need to, you you as a man can't be telling me, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, all right, man. You're and talking can't, about like clothing and all that? No, I'm not just talking about clothing. I'm talking about like just with any type of role. Mm-hmm. You know, just like what you said with like the cooking and cleaning. If you ain't marrying me, I ain't doing that stuff. But then it's like, but you still expecting him to pay for stuff and still, and st- if we go out, protect you and stuff. Like, I could, I could be like, all right, well, I'm only going to protect my wife. So if something happened and we out, good luck. Baby. It's, it's me and you. <laughs> Let's go. Good, no, no, good luck. Yeah. Like, and so, and so I'm still having to do all these things and then having somebody say, I'm going to hold back. I'm not going to do these things until this happens. It's just kind of crazy to me, but... It's just it's just a wild it's just a wild dating scene, you know. It's just crazy out there. Well, I guess that's people um giving out ultimatums. Yeah. So you're you, you pretty much saying it's a big no if someone gives you an ultimatum. It's a big no to all of it. I wouldn't I wouldn't deal with any of it mm-hmm. straight up. Just simply wouldn't. Mm. You know, I know I know the stuff that I provide. Like I, I understand I'm not just in I'm not in it I'm not just in here cooking and doing all this stuff but like I I hold my weight in any type of relationship I'm in. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You feel like I hold my weight with I was everything? I who told you this now? Now, do you feel like I do? You do. I, I take care of the stuff I need to take care of. Like, I'll pay for stuff. You know, like, like cooking, cleaning, whatever. It's like, I'll, I'll do things to, to, to make sure that everything is being taken care of the same way you do. But I wouldn't, I would never just want to be with somebody who's, who I feel like is holding back. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm giving my all, I'm going to need you to give your all. Yeah. Whether we marry or not. Mm-hmm. So, cause again, how would I know that I really want to marry you if I haven't seen your, your, you at your fullest? I haven't seen your full qualities. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I feel that you can hold out until marriage is finances. You can keep that separate. Until we marry, and then you can decide if you want to share bank accounts, if you want to do all that. But everything else, I feel like you put it on the table. Man, look, we had a long uh, relationship discussion, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to keep going. It's going to keep going. Uh-huh. You know? You want to you jump? Yeah, we can jump. Terrible segue, but <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Is there is there something else specifically that you want to talk about? Mm-mm. I think something that that I, I want to talk about specifically is, and this was, and this came from, um, actually, this came from my father. Mm-hmm. He was talking about us speaking about what can we do to become more financially literate as Black people, as as you know, in the Black community, to become more financially literate. I wouldn't say that was a horrible segue because we was talking about finances. Mm-hmm. Man, I should have. You should have. Hey, hey, we de- we gonna get better. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I'll be wa- you know I'll be watching uh, uh no jumper, uh-huh. and I'll be seeing Adam. Man, he be he had a crazy segue the other day. Man, it was crazy, and I was just like, man, like I need to get to that point <laughs> for sure. It's definitely like an art, mm-hmm. you know. But but just talking about this black financial literacy, obviously, it's something that. We really lack in our community. Oh, yeah. Like, superbly. Like, we really lack it. And we had a discussion about this prior to, but for me, when it comes to how can we become more financially literate as a community, as a whole, mm-hmm. it starts with, and this, is, and this might sound crazy to some people, right? Mm-hmm. We have to make a counterculture that's against dominant mm, I want to say it the right way that's against what's being pushed as the dominant black culture mm-hmm. because dominant black culture from what from everything that I'm seeing like with media right like like my entire life growing up it's 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 very in line with like hip hop culture right mm-hmm. and in hip hop culture you're you're always being flashy right it's about being flashy it's about having the most women. Now it's about getting the most niggas. It's about it's about always getting over on people, being violent, spending money, blowing money, <laughs> talking about broke people like oh broke niggas make me sick. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 just like the most terrible thing to actually take at face value. Yeah. But we have a lot of people who take it at face value, right? And so we're talking about having to create a counterculture. Where we tell people, no, you shouldn't go to the club and, and, and blow through your money because you see because you see future do it. You know, that's not real life. Mm-hmm. It's not. And 
And until and until we really like understand that, you know, it's just gonna be it's gonna be a huge problem. It's gonna continue to be a huge problem, mm-hmm. right? And so just we're talking about things that we can do. We just have to put the information out there. Like though the people listen, the people who are actually professionals, the people who are the accountants, who are the lawyers, who are, and they don't even have to just be those people. Mm-hmm. People who have regular jobs, who have who have sense, you know, who have who's 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 ran a family and understands how to become how to how to get my finances in order, how to take care of everything, how not to overspend, to save, invest, mm-hmm. start my own business, like. These people need to be at the forefront of putting out information for, you know, our young people to hear. Mm-hmm. Because there has to be a voice that's that's stronger than the voice that they're hearing on the radio. Or not on the, even on the radio, because who listens to the radio? You listen to the radio. I was saying, like, I still listen to the It has radio. to be bigger than, than what they're hearing, you know what I'm saying, in a speaker. So it's just going to be important to just get those people in, in, and push that information. Mm-hmm. Right. Is there something that that you think would would help specifically? Um. Yes. Um. Pretty much like the conversation that we had in the car, we were just talking about how we need to start with a, at a young age. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a nephew, and it's like, what can we do to like make it make sense to them? Because when we was growing up, for me personally, uh, my parents was adamant about telling us to like make sure you save. Don't mm-hmm. spend all your money like, and I I was like okay yo cool 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 put back five dollars and then all of a sudden you know I did say that five dollars so I could use that five dollars to go buy that candy bar now because I I saved it mm-hmm. and it's like but no <laughs> you don't supposed to spend it mm-hmm. so uh, I didn't really understand that concept until I mean in my adulthood like but a year or two ago. I'm on my debt-free journey right now, and I've been paying off a lot of stuff. Um, but just really understanding, like, the importance of saving. You need to have this amount of money put back just in case for anything, you know. And then, okay, eventually you do want to invest. But it's like, we need to make sure we tell our young people how to do this. Uh-huh. Be like, no, don't spend everything that you have and because you want to look good for everybody else. Right. So it's like, how can we, you know, in your profession, do you think we could be able to reach out that way? I mean, you have the finance background, and I mean, I'm in accounting, but it's like, how can we explain it to everybody else and really get it? Look, and this is what I'm saying about creating a counterculture. It has to be just as popular to to be a professional and to be on the on the right path. Mm-hmm. As it is to 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 be flashy, spending all your money on on jewelry, you know what I'm saying? Throwing money in the club, having designer stuff, because these people make that look so cool and so appealing mm-hmm. that it's difficult for you to even really, for you to even really get someone to understand the importance of 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 not doing that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing there's nothing good about doing that, and yeah, you have some entertainers. Who might be, do well with their money, even though they're living that type of life, because they have so much money coming in. But it's quiet. But most though. of those people go broke. Yeah. Uh, and there's all types of statistics about it, and there's people who talk about it. A lot of these NFL players, these NBA players, all these people go broke. 
I'm talking about people who had access to millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Even after the taxes are taken away, after they pay their manager, after they do all of this stuff, right? You talking about still those people. Still had millions and then just blew it. You talking about those people, all these athletes and everything. They're attacking people at a young age. So it's like, that's why we need to start at a young age because all these football players, basketball players, they were right out of high school, going into college, and they getting them and they don't know anything. You, It's like... We was able to learn that, the financial side, because that's what we went to school for. Yeah. But everyone else, if you're an athlete or you're something like that in the black community, you don't learn that in high school. I mean, I did learn it in high school as well because I took uh, an elective Right. for it. You know, but a lot of people are not taking that. Everybody wants to take home ec and, and art and music. I mean, it can't just be it can't just be something that the school that that you learn at school though. Like it has to be something that's like ingrained in your in your family. It mm-hmm. has to it's something that that has to be a part of your culture. And until it's a part of your culture, nothing nothing is gonna change. You know, I had I had a student. I had a student, and understand what I'm saying. I had a particular student. When we were talking about uh, financial, uh, we, we we were playing like a, a game of life. Did you you remember know the game, board game life? Mm-hmm. So we were doing something like that, where I had them have a, uh, they had a, uh, they were kind of doing like bookkeeping, mm-hmm. right? So they started out with a balance of like two thousand dollars, and then I I went around and and I and I had them draw cards. So it was like a rent card. This how much your rent is. Then then it was like utilities, electricity card. This is how much that's gonna cost. And then it was like two random cards. Mm-hmm. And so just showing them how to like, you know, credit it, debit it, and stuff like that. Oh and, wow! And yeah, and, but the thing, <laughs> but the thing was, one of the students, he said something about life insurance, and it, and I was just like, this kid knows about life insurance at a really young age, but then again. Not of the community I'm talking about, Mm-mm. and so it's just like you have to you have to get that in them when they're young. This kid's talking about life insurance. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the role models though that we have in our community is not glorifying <laughs> that. Yeah. So I'm just like I mean, we got to lead by example. When I was when I've been on my debt free journey. I wasn't pushing down my, my family throat to get, they need to save and they need to do all that. Everyone know, but because they saw me doing it and sticking to it, like I was last year, it was not pretty. I had to, I wasn't spending any money. I wasn't going out. I was saying no to everything. It was hard, but I knew what I wanted to do and where I wanted to be, to be in a position that I'm in today. And then eventually people was coming to me asking questions. Okay. What are you doing? How did you do this? Like, I'm like, it's going to be hard, but you're going to be vulnerable. Put everything on this Excel spreadsheet and take it away. Stop spending your money. You don't need that. You have clothes in your closet. You don't need nothing else. Let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think part of not not overspending has something to do with the way that you feel about yourself? Mm. Like your self-esteem? To see if it have a direct correlation with it. Like if you have low self esteem, you feel like you 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 have to have possessions to make yourself feel more valuable. 
I have to I have I have to have these clothes. I have to have this jewelry. I have to have this car to make myself seem more valuable and make people perceive me in a higher light than what I look at myself in. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people who have a lot of money who don't care anything about what people think about them. There's people who are extremely uh, frugal and they can just wear like Wrangler jeans and, you know, a polo shirt from Walmart and the same shoes, like, and they don't care. But then you, you have people who have less who are just always spending and trying to make themselves look more valuable than what they are. I mean, just off the top of my head, I'm thinking about taking it back to slavery. You know? I I ain't gonna take it this later. I'm taking it back because like you know on Sundays you could be able to dress up. You put on your Sunday clothes. You look good. You know everybody is more approachable because it's like okay, wow, okay, yeah, you look good. So I feel like now that same mentality has grown and continued in our culture. They're like okay, you got to put on your best or the best every time you step out. Uh-huh. If you got on some Walmart or you got on some Champion, because back in the day Champion was not in. Probably you back in talked the, about. probably back back in the day it mm-hmm. was, and then it hit a, a span of night, mm-hmm. and now it's back. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but that is, I mean, it's still true to this day. So now with us, our, our makeup, this is what we do. It's like, if you have money in the black community, you they're not looking bad. They coming out with the best things. The top designers want them to put their stuff on because you know people in our community is going to buy it because, like, okay, for me to be like that person, I got to go spend money and look Look, like this. Look, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Mm -hmm. Someone who, I guess, because he was one of my coaches, so just being a coach is already kind of like a role model. You know what I'm saying? It's an older figure. You're around a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Who had who had a lot of money? Who had a, a, a well-paying job? You know, he he was very frugal still, mm-hmm. and so it's like I'm not gonna say that. Like I know that there's people who who understand what to do to be financially well off, and there are people in our community who are. But the the, the entire point that I was just trying to make is that with with, with hip hop culture, as much as it's done for our people, you know giving people opportunities, creating this whole industry that's now the the, the most popular genre of music in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's giving a lot of people who wouldn't have had any other opportunity, it's giving them a platform, it's giving them money, it's giving them, you know, but at the same time, as great as it's been, a part of it is very detrimental. And so we, we do have to have some type of counterculture. And... It's going to take people of industry to really come out and show that. Yeah. It's going to take somebody who's a business professional, who's an entrepreneur, to come out and show you can be extremely successful by going by going down this path. Mm-hmm. And just really explaining it so that they can see it in, in, in real life. So that it's not some type of like, you know, mythical, mystical thing that I heard about and I know that some people do somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like I need to see it in my community. Like I need I need like we need those people to really step up to the forefront and let it be known that look, I have a better way. Mm-hmm. Now it makes me think, okay, um, what programs we can start? 
or you know you know back i'm just thinking about back when we was in grade school talking about um you know they used to have people come and we had to go into the auditorium and listen to people and speak about what's going on in their life and their like career days and stuff like that do they still have that in school i know the pandemic pretty much shut everything down we, we had a we had a career day with a guy who was actually a financial analyst who came and he spoke but he he wasn't speaking about finances and whatnot you know, I'm I'm talking about, but yeah, I wanted like we're talking about as in, this is how you're supposed to do it. This is what I've done. This is the best way to do it. You know, mm-hmm. thinking like I've done it. These are examples. This is what you your life could be. Right. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. I wonder if there's any programs out here that we can just you know reach out to. It need it need it needs to be a, it needs to be a lot of things mm-hmm. because there's a there's a severe lack. There's a severe lack in our in our community, um, just just from the fact that a, a good portion of the community is impoverished mm. or like lower class. Um, that's 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 the start, you know. So you have a lot of people who who don't even really see people who are successful, or see people who are well off, or mm. see people who aren't struggling, right? And so so then so then when they aren't seeing it around them like directly. But then they're seeing these images of these rappers. They're seeing these these ball players. They're seeing these people who sell drugs. It's like, oh, that's how you can make it. But do you think the media has a big role in this? They don't want to push it. They yes, the one that pushing it down our throat. Yes, they have a big role. But like, because that's what I, I'm saying. Like, I didn't. Uh, I didn't even know there were so many um, black pages for black podcasts, black black Facebook pages and Instagram pages until I became uh, start on my debt free journey. Like, I thought it was just like, okay, only just one shade, but it's so many people, so many black people that is already doing this, trying mm. to get the word out there. It's on this type of path. They know what to do, but it, that's not broadcast everywhere until you start doing your research. I guess our people just need to start doing research. Yeah, but I mean, just, just. I know I keep saying it, but I'm trying to to to, to push the importance of it. Mm-hmm. Creating a culture, yeah, to where these things are just a part of your culture, and so you already expect to to do it, or there's an expectation by the people around you. Mm-hmm. You, you like you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like your parents and not to have be to just drill it down the kid's throat. And since the black community always go to church, we need to make sure. Okay, just bring it into church. Yeah, you learning about the Bible, but we also need to learn about wealth, about saving. I guess I'm it's like every time we go somewhere, we need to be able to push this in our community. Yeah. Every time we have any type of gathering, okay, Jimmy, you go up there and you show me exactly how to do this, or what are you doing to build wealth or what are you doing how much have you saved? all right let's go on. or make a community be like okay just something to make it our norm mm-hmm. yeah again culture yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, you know like and not not I'm, I'm not trying to be stereotypical or anything like that i'm just saying something that someone said themselves mm-hmm. so there was a long time ago there were two students at uh, TSU's law school mm-hmm. who had got accused of cheating or something. And so they had gotten, like, kicked out the program or, or, or something like that happened. They had gotten an F for a final or I don't I don't really know, right? But one of the, stu- the students this happened to who was in a law school, he was Asian-American. And he specifically said 
that because he they were fighting that like judgment and saying that they didn't cheat or whatever. And so he was saying that, you know, I'm, I'm a part of the Asian community. And so in my community, not making it through school or, or getting this F, like, it's, it's causing a rift with me and my family. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and so and that's what bring dishonor. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. like it needs to be ingrained into our culture yeah. to where it's like I have to be at a certain standard because other people expect better of me mm-hmm. instead of just just saying, like, I, ex- I expect I expect for you not to do the right thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, that definitely happens. Like, 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 I'm talking about, because ima- imagine growing up and all the decisions that you make in the back of your mind, you're thinking about what my community will think, what will my family think. Mm-hmm. So imagine how many, you know, like sometimes you're going to slack off, sometimes you aren't going to do the right thing, but just imagine how much, how much, you know, more of the, of the straight and narrow that you can be on if you just had like a support system I knowing mean, that they behind you and looking at you and it's like you know what i don't even want to hear that from grandma today or yeah. i don't want to hear that from my mama today like or oh, miss sheila down the street yeah get on me and talk about the bakes family you know it's it's gonna be that's that's what we need it is mm-hmm. and so and so it's just i would say community community and culture like really understanding why why you're doing this stuff understanding our our position our positioning in this world and in in the united states you know economically mm-hmm. understanding that look man regardless of everything like you're you're in a place where you have the opportunity to become whatever it is you want to become going back to Kanye west right mm-hmm. we're talking about a black man who was born in the 70s who who was raised by a single mother in the south side of Chicago being a multi-billionaire. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And so not to say that you would expect everyone to, to reach that level. Everyone can't because they just can't. Mm-hmm. It's impossible, right? Mm-hmm. But... There, there is success out here for you if you're pushing to be successful. Mm-hmm. And we just really need people to understand the importance, the importance of being successful, the importance of the importance that that could have for your community and for people who, who look up to you, you know, and and then the importance of giving back, not just through resources or finances, but giving back like wisdom. Going back and giving game, right? Because with us, with us doing all of this stuff, right? Going to school, like going to school, doing this stuff, having experiences in different industries. Now, now branching out, trying to do an entrepreneurial thing. There's gonna be a point, let's say five years down the line, where we've just had all of these different types of experiences, trying to trying to be entrepreneurs, trying to have our own platform. Right. And we'll be able to go back and and tell somebody else how to do it. And and I don't think there's I don't think there's enough of that. Like, I know it's out there. I'm not saying it's not out there at mm-hmm. all, yeah. but I mean, it needs to be on front street. It needs to be right in front of these kids because because everything else that's around 
it's a lot brighter and it's, and, it's, and it's a lot louder. Like that needs to be just as loud. And for people who really want to make an impact and for things to get better, you got to step up to that plate, you know, and say, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a put this before them. You know, I'm going to make sure that they see this. I'm going to make sure they hear it. Mm-hmm. Like, even though it's going to be difficult, you know, I have to put it out there. And so just things like that. Those are just really simple things. Just just people who, are, who have gotten to a certain point in life coming back and giving information. Like, that can just be the most simplest thing. And then something else that we had spoke about before was even having children at a very early age, maybe giving them play money, mm-hmm. right? When they do something, giving them play money, having them understand like there's a va- like there's a value behind my actions. There's a value behind my efforts. If I clean up my room, right? Because as a child, I can't have a real job. So my job is to clean my room, to do chores, to get good grades, like giving them like at a young age, maybe play money. And then they have to give that back to you in exchange to get candy. They might have to give that back to you in exchange to go play at the park. Mm-hmm. To, just to understand the concept, just to understand the concept of saving it. And then to understand the concept of like, if I want this thing, I'm going to have to save this. And so I may not want candy right now. Mm-hmm. I, might, I might need to save this because I want a toy. You know what I'm saying? Just understanding like having financial goals just at a young age, like that's something that can really help just, just shift somebody's mindset. Mm-hmm. And so I think all those things can help. We probably need it to be mandatory to have, like, financial literacy classes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's something that I never came across in, in high school. I took an economics class, but it wasn't about, like, personal financial literacy. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was just, and really, man, well, I'm not going to get into that. Mm. <laughs> nah, because my teacher was cool. Yeah. I ain't going to say nothing. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess this can be an assignment for for us to figure out um, how can we start putting that type of programs in the school district. Mm-hmm. That can definitely be an assignment. I don't even think about school district. Any Anything that's just tied to school, we, we might need some after-school summer program type thing. Mm. You know, a Saturday morning, you know, 10, 10 to 2 type of thing. Like, you know, when it comes to school and you just having to do it for a grade, there can be, there like, it can be some students, that, some kids that just check out just because of, like, how they're set up. Mm. Like, I got I to gotta remember this and study this and now I'm going to get a grade for it. And, I mean, just and like some we kids that just school, check out of that. Especially college. Yeah. Any program you went through, you just got to make sure you got to memorize it and study it. For that test to pass that class. No, I want it to really be ingrained in them. Like, I want them to really be a part of it and feel. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be on no grade system. I'm not trying to even get enough stuff in the school, you know. But but there's opportunities to do things, Mm -hmm. for sure. So, something we can probably, we can can do something. We can do something, you know, Mm -hmm. for sure. We definitely need to do something soon because all this negativity that's out with these school districts. Have you heard about the two <laughs> incidents recently? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, gosh. 
So the first one, the first episode, uh, the first thing we heard about, the first video we watched, I'm sorry, was about these kids fighting a substitute teacher. Well, about a student throwing a chair at a mm-hmm. substitute teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a video of that, yeah. And then the second one was recently. Now, I don't know the full story about that one, but um, they're saying that uh, the principal at DeSoto got jumped. By some students. Mm. I, yeah, I heard I heard about that mm-hmm. yesterday. I didn't see. I, I went to the. I went. I heard it through Grapevine, mm-hmm. but I but I heard it from multiple places. You know. So look. Didn't um, what was it before spring break? A school district. Um, went on spring break early. They said the it school- was Desoto. Jesus Christ! <laughs> it was Desoto because because the, the throwing the chair thing happened. Okay, okay. The, so they were just like, nah, like all right, y'all out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And even the way it was stated was like Desoto students have enacted like the, yeah. Was, said, like, who's confused? We're like wait, the stu- students? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was phrased weirdly, but uh-huh. but yeah. I mean, just just with all this type of stuff, there's just a severe lack of respect between. Uh, you know, old, older and younger people. Mm. It just, it just is. I, I see, I see it. But has it always been that way? Because I bet I, the past generation would have said, you know, these kids are different. It's not the same. It's not like our generation. So is it the same thing? Man, look, every generation, as far as I, and it's like it's it's crazy because when you when you're young, you're hearing that you're like, man. But then now that I'm getting older. I'm seeing it, and, th- and now I can understand how those that came before us could be like y'all tripping. Because <laughs> now, look- now I'm looking at y'all like y'all tripping. Mm-hmm. Because even even though like bro, even the wildest dudes at Desoto when I was going there mm-hmm. would never pick up a chair and throw it at a teacher. No. You know what I'm saying? Might might cuss the teacher out. Might make them cry. But it's throwing not the a teacher, chair, the substitute teacher. But throwing a chair. We will never. Fighting a principal. Mm-mm. I've never heard of these things before. Nope, nope. So it has to be getting worse. <laughs> this is this is crazy. I'm going to tell you right now. It better not ever be a student. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, man. Oh, Let's gosh. keep going. Let's keep going. I don't want to say that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, these kids are different. Yeah. I just, I just, man, it's just, it's just sad. I mean, because it, it, it has to be a lack of respect. Mm-hmm. It's like not respecting your elders. And not that every single person that's older than you is a good person and necessarily deserves respect. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's enough people older than you who do that you should just extend it, period, across the board. And not just for people older than you. You should just extend it across the board for everybody, period. Until until something happens to make you say, "All right, you somebody who I don't need to respect like that." Mm. And not that you would treat them bad, but there's certain people that you know, like I don't need to be around you because you're not a good person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I mean, talking about these kids nowadays, I feel like the blame should still go back to the parents because you know how everybody said, "I'm not going to do the same thing my parents did to me." Uh-huh. I feel like now it's just too far. Because generation after generation, everybody's saying this. And now, 
It's like, okay, so, okay, so what did y'all take away? Respect? I think, I think the thing that happened potentially, the, the, the loss of community, mm. the loss of disrespecting such and such down the street is almost like disrespecting my mama. Yeah. You know, now, now there's no, there's no correlation between that. It's just like, and so it, it just needs to be more again and it, it, community and culture, bro. Yeah. You know, you, you raise your kids to have a certain type of culture and you, you try to, you try to build some type of sense of community around them because you need, you need that to grow and to be like healthy, not just healthy, like physically, but to be mentally healthy, to be socially healthy. You really need these things. And so a lot of these kids don't have that. Yeah. You know, um, you know how back in the day, you know, if, if your mom wasn't at home, but you outside playing and then Miss Sally down the street saw you and she can get onto you. If you did something wrong, if she see you jumping out the tree or whatever, she can get onto you. And I mean, she pretty much had the right to even whoop you if she wanted to. Yeah. But now I feel where it's lost. It's like, now it's like everybody's saying, you better not touch my kid. You may uh-huh. not do this. You better not. But it's like. They should never. I, okay, you you could say you um you shouldn't touch my kid, but yeah. now it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't go to touching them. Mm-hmm. But you should you should be able to to really talk to them. Yeah, it's like at the end of the day, she's the one that's going to. If I'm not here, she's the one that's looking out for you. Yeah. If something were to happen, if a cop come down the street or someone that you know don't supposed to be in this community uh-huh. riding around, she the one that's going to be looking out for you. He the one that's going to see and be able to speak up for you. Be like, you know what? Don't mess with them kids. I don't even know you. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I just wouldn't go to like the, the hidden stuff. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you would hear that all the time. Like, your neighbor down the street could whoop you. I, I get a whooping from this person. And then I get a whooping from my mom. I gotta mama, go home and get whooping. And then, then, then my dad come home and get whooping from my uh-huh. dad. I get three whoopings for doing one thing wrong. Like I'm not really, I'm not really even with really big on on on, um, on hitting kids like that. Period. Mm-hmm. So that's not something I'm with. But like, you should definitely be able to speak to them and really just like, you know, get onto them, put them in a place like mm-hmm. in that way. Because now you have people who be like, don't talk to my child like that. You know. Mm. And then, and then, like, even with the parenting thing, you'll literally, just being in the school system, you'll literally have a, uh, a student who acts terrible and and gets in trouble from every single teacher and, every single, and, every, sing, and every single staff member, right? No, no, no. And you'll have a parent who will say, y'all picking on my, y'all picking on my daughter. So you think that all of all of us got together. together and said we're all going to we're all going to go against this one little girl what are you talking about and so you'll have like parents who will come try to fight you on every single thing when when you're just trying to do things that's in everybody's best interest i'm trying to run a classroom you know i need people to be be behaving in a certain way one student behaving uh, improperly, right, is causing a distraction for everybody. And now, not only are they not learning, nor do they really care about about learning, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're they're disrupting other people's learning. 
So now it's like, I have to do something about that. I can't just have that going on. And then you try to do that, and they're just like, you picking on, you picking on my child. Like, come on, man. You know your child bad. <laughs> it's just cra- it's crazy just to, just to even see that. Like, all right, you really think I, I have some type of grudge or something against, against a child? I'm here to do a job. It's, it's it's wild, man. I don't know I don't know what it is, but that that's that's just ridiculous. I remember growing up, man, and even and even there have been times you ever you ever had like an adult think the wrong thing about you or think you did something you didn't do. Uh-huh. Like there have been times where it's like I should have been believed, but I wasn't. And now it's like, I'm just going to believe my child regardless. It's like, wait. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? Come on now. I'm going to believe my child regardless, right? But children lie. They do. Right? Yes. It's crazy. We was at the park recently. And um, so it was like baseball going on and football uh-huh. practice was going on. And so, um, I was out there with my nephew and he came to the table. I was eating some popcorn. Right. And he came to the table with this little boy and we was like, we asked the little boy, like, hey, who you with? Because he had money in his hand. He had, like, change in his hand. Right. And, um, so we was like, who you here with? He was like, my mom, but she, she just left me. Uh We was like, she just left you? Yeah. She just left me and told me to do whatever. We was like, oh, okay. We was like trying to shrug it off. And then um, we were like, are you here to play a game? Are you playing baseball? Are you playing football? Oh, no, I'm a YouTuber. And he gave us this elaborate story talking about how he YouTube and he got all these followers and everything. And my mom was like, so what's the name of your channel? Uh-huh. Crickets. You couldn't hear nothing. He was trying to think. It was like, did we even ask for this lie? Yeah. So it was like, mm, okay, I don't want to entertain this anymore. It was like, and then um, he ended up walking away, and we brought my nephew back. Like, okay, you need to watch who you playing with. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, you here for this one thing? Go with your team. Like, don't be trying to find everybody else to hang out with. And how can you even protect <laughs> kids from that? Like, shelter them from that. I I, I know I don't want to be that overprotective auntie, but that right there. Because that kid can take that and since he's lying at that young age about the small things, what else is he lying about? Or who's who's teaching him that? Why do he even have that on top of his dome? You know, I've seen some people who are just habitual liars. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Just like constantly lying. And then about things they don't even have to lie about. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't even really know where it's from. Maybe it's something about the way you're growing up, right? Mm-hmm. The way you're being raised or what you're experiencing young, but I've I've really seen some people who who will lie about something they didn't even have to lie about. Like literally just telling you a lie just because they're just so used to lying. They're like, I didn't ask for that. Yeah, like <laughs> I didn't. You lying about stuff I didn't ask you about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. It's really crazy, uh, but I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm not a psychologist. 
psychologist or a therapist. Maybe there's something. I mean, obviously there's something there mentally to make you feel like you need to do that. But maybe maybe they're seeing it around. And then then at the same time, just like going back to the social media thing, everybody it's just like a lot of people are just putting on facades. A lot of people want to be displayed in a certain type of light, even though that's not the the way that their life is really going. Mm-hmm. You know, like even social media, when you think about it, unless you have somebody who's very transparent, like a lot of people on social media, they actually, you know, they're 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 displaying all the highlights of their life. Mm-hmm. It's like every every moment you see in my life is gonna be like a highlight. They ain't gonna post It's gonna bad. be a script. <laughs> it's gonna be a scripted moment that I that I created, and so. Just, just seeing that, right? I think, I think it's de- it's really detrimental. It's detrimental to to only get on social media and 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 to see everybody's highlights because then it can make you feel less about yourself. Like I'm not doing anything when you aren't when you aren't realizing like, okay, even this person who who seems super happy, even this couple that seems to be posting these really cute pictures and we're just so in love person who's who's showing you flashing your money and has his honor clothes like all of these people go through real things mm-hmm. and you might think that you you will want what they have but you may not want the other things that come with what they have you know and so just just living in this age where everybody's just trying to be something and i'm not saying everybody like every single person but enough people are, are just trying to portray themselves to be something they aren't who are trying to portray themselves as everything is going good in my life. I think that, I don't know, that could, that could lead to, to a kid learning, like, I can lie about, like, I can lie about stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe they've seen somebody around them do something like that. Seeing somebody be feeling terrible, but post some type of selfie and be like, family trip. Yeah, yeah, family yeah. Family dinner. And really not be like that. Nope. You know what I mean? So, just stuff like that, but, I mean, it's, this social media thing, same thing with hip-hop, it, it, it can be really good, it can be a great tool to use to elevate yourself, to help you connect with people, to learn information, but at the same time, it can just have so many destructive elements to it. Have you ever got caught up in the social media world? Yeah. Putting a certain facade out. Yeah, a little, a little bit. Um, I yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like when I first got on, when I first got on Instagram, um, probably like 20, 2013, 2012. Like, cause I I didn't even have an Instagram prior to this time. So this is when I was like going to college, and I remember just generally around that time just being really down. You know what I'm saying? But trying to portray myself in a way that I wasn't mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying make again trying to create moments create highlights and you know, I'm gonna I'm take this and put this out here and make it seem like I'm doing fine when I'm not so so stuff like that and then like a while back when I started uh I don't know about portraying myself a certain way but when I started uh this this page and was having a lot of followers and a lot of interactions on it, right? I, I got wrapped up in, I got wrapped up in gaining the followers and mm. having the likes and the comments and stuff like that. And so I, I would start to be like, well, if this post don't get a certain amount of likes, 
I might take it down. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, I've I've never been that way. Yeah. I, I I'm. I am that unicorn, you know. I just was never that, interested. That narcissist. <laughs> I've never really been in social media. Yeah. Like I post a couple of pictures here and there, but if I'm posting a picture, it's staying up. Right. I don't delete it. If you go on my stuff, you're going to see some old pictures. You're going to see me back in my skinny days, short hair, long hair. Yeah. Like, you better see it all. Yeah, man. It, I just can't. I couldn't get with it. And then, I, yeah, I don't look for all the likes because I probably got like 100 people uh-huh. <laughs> on my pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you know what's crazy is like when you're, when you're building like a platform or, or like let's just say when you have some type of notoriety. Mm-hmm. Right, and you have some a uh, certain amount of followers. Like, I built something, hoping to to get to a certain point, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's like the more and more people that start to follow you. For me, it felt like it was putting me more into like a box and and, and constricting me. Oh, I gotta keep it like this, so you know. Yeah, I can yeah, them. like like these, like yeah, for sure. Because wow. then it's like if I want to change what I'm doing, these people didn't follow me for that. And then like it just it just felt really restricting at after a certain point. And I felt less free to just post whatever I wanted to. Mm. So it was just really and so then when you think about celebrities and those people who are in that type of lifestyle, like That's a lot. When, when you build up when you build up this persona, mm-hmm. right? Now now I expect you to to uphold that. I, I expect you to be what you what you said you are, uh-huh. and when you aren't, you see what happened. People come for you, try to counsel you, be yeah. like you know, I'm unfollowing because you can't oh. show your Philly side, bro, all the time. Man, <laughs> but you know, it's crazy. Though. And so, yeah, man, just social media stuff is just it's just it's a different world for sure. And for us, just just being thrown into it. Being thrown into it as children, it's just not a good thing. Well, we have a good balance. These kids nowadays know that's all they know. Even us, though. We was able to, we we still went outside and played. Yeah, but we still be on, nah, even us, man, for sure. I went outside. Yeah. Growing up. Still, though. All the way up to, like, middle school. I was outside. Now, high school, yeah, same, that was different. Same, but, like, it's, it, bruh. Adults get wrapped up in it. Yeah. So it's like, as a child, you shouldn't even really... Because, you know, though the people who, who uh, founded Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Like, two of the, the original founders have now come back and said, like, Facebook is highly addictive. We, we study psychology to understand how to make it addictive. And he was like, you know, I feel bad about what I've done. And, you know, I have to take time and really, like, understand... The damage that I might have caused for the world mm. because of how addictive Facebook is and how addictive social media is because everybody took that Facebook template and started doing the same thing. So like with the likes and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. He was saying how like, you know, like when you're gambling and you, you're doing a machine, you keep on not getting it mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you yeah. hit, you hit the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying how like, how like when you get, when you start getting likes and shit, mm-hmm. how it does the same thing. Mm. They were talking about how there was something that came out talking about like some of these platforms were like even when you get likes it won't pop up on your thing for a minute 
right, to make you keep checking it. Mm. And then it'll hit you with it. So then you start feeling like getting them endorphins. Like, oh, yeah, I'm getting likes and stuff. And it's, like, really similar to, like, playing the slides. Oh, wow. Bruh, they have it down to a science. Wow. And so, again, two of, two of the uh, founders have come out and said, this is crazy. One of them was like, I have one, but I, I, I've had, like, four or five posts in years. I would tell all of you all not to, to, to delete it. It's a founder. Wow. Another one who, who came out and just said, like, again, like, we studied this. We knew what we were doing. Like, we tried to tell ourselves that it wasn't that bad. But we knew in the back of our heads, like, this is really wrong. And so now you have, like, these kids can't get off social media, can't get off TikTok, can't. And it's just really destructive. I haven't even thought about it like that. Yeah. Like, just just even just seeing, just even, like, just seeing people's highlights all the time, how how bad it can make you feel about yourself. Yeah. And then as a child, always seeing, like, especially as a, as a young girl, mm-hmm. always seeing these super filtered up, uh, photoshopped pictures of all these women and all this stuff can make you feel bad about yourself you know what i'm saying and honestly they've been exposed to so much more than what we were exposed to like back in the day if you wasn't i would say because if you wasn't searching for it back in the day you wasn't just gonna stumble that much i mean you could stumble upon it but now it's like if you on tiktok you on instagram you on facebook if you following these these top pages it'll get thrown at you you're gonna be seeing yeah booty 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 you don't see all that type of stuff. Everywhere. And even and even that, man. It's just like, man. Instagram. Is there an Instagram for kids? I don't think it's the nope. you just you just on there with everybody. You're on there with everybody. If you're on Twitter, you can be on there with everybody. You be like it's just too much. Yeah. You know. I was an internet nerd, so I was like exposed to everything. But now it's just like out and out and open though. Yeah. You know. No censors. Yo, you know it's. I I remember thinking like the type of the type of pictures, right? That you might you might request from a girl or something, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That you that, that that you would get when you was younger and be like, oh man, this is crazy. Like she sent it. <laughs> like now now you go on social media and it's just there. It's just there. In every color. And they showing more. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Hey, imagine being a teenage boy and just seeing all this. Or a girl, because dudes be on there doing the same thing. Like, Wiz Khalifa uh, always wearing uh, little booty shorts. His boxers. Hey, man. I was like, I remember when it first came on my timeline, I was like, whoa, 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 big fella. Doing too much, bro. You're doing too too much, bro. I'm like, hey, I know you getting it in. You working out, but it's like... And then people always talk about well. Where your clothes at? Yeah, people always talk about well, but like, bro, you know, you know, you got like teenagers and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, following you and all this type of stuff, bro. And like, he's tone it down. What's that? Um, what football players work a cup or something? Who? A cup. Football players. What y'all wear? Uh, not necessarily fo- football. We don't really wear no cup. We don't wear nothing. Yeah, crazy. Who wear them? Probably more so baseball. Oh. I, I wore one when I was playing baseball. Oh, okay. But football, I, I tried to wear one. Like my first year playing football was in seventh grade, mm-hmm. and so I was wearing one at first. Started they started teasing me about this shit. Why? Because it wasn't something that you that you do. So protecting yourself. 
It's yeah, but see, you but you do. also don't really get hit right there. It would, it, like as much as much as I play football, I've never. Me being a spectator, listen, I feel like you would get hit easily. You're right, but like as much as I play football, it's never really happened. Really happened. Yeah, it never. So the ha- it, no, no, it's just, it just never happened. Oh. So, but yeah, man, like. You know, this is veering off, man. I'm not trying to get into football and this and that. Yeah. Like, we, we can, we but can he could going. put his Johnson away, though. He no, he, he, he could do that. <laughs> and, and not just him, but it's a whole bunch of other people that could just do less, man. Yeah. You know. Because, I mean, I'm big, especially when I was working out um, consistently. I mean, I don't mind going to the gym with my sports bra on some tights. Uh-huh. I was that girl. Like. Uh-huh. So you, I mean, I I see what he's talking about. You feel like you're doing that because it's comfortable. Uh, because I'm proud of myself. So you doing it's to be comfortable. Seen. So you doing it, to be seen. I I wouldn't say be seen. It's like you just said because I'm proud of myself. I'm you, proud you, of myself. It's like I'm like you know what I can do it. I, I'm about to because nine times out of ten when you go work out anyway for a female you probably gonna take off your shirt especially if like with me I was doing more weights at that time so I'm taking off my shirt because I'm a sweater. So I'm like, I'm taking off my shirt, and so after I get done working out, I can put my shirt back on. So you don't want to be seen, what you saying? No, it's That's, not about being well, you seen. You said because I'm proud. I, so it's I want to look in the mirror for myself, and it's like the first thing I said was, "Is it because it's comfortable?" And then you said, that, I like you it. said, you said something different." What? No, I said because it's, I said you doing that because it's comfortable, and you was like to be because I'm proud. Yeah, so, I'm. I was proud of my work, how far I've come, and the way I. So look. I want people to see it. Not people. I'm talking about me. It's not always about the people. It's like I look good. I want to look in the mirror. Cause you most of the time you in the mirror doing them squats or lifting them weights. Cause you want to see like okay, I want to see the little ass that I'm starting to form or whatever the case may be. I want to see it for myself. Like I'm being. It's like that's how it was. Like hey, I was proud of myself. Hey, obviously women wear crazy stuff to the gym. So you telling me when you were like fit, you didn't take your shirt off when you was at the gym. No, I could. I can't take my shirt off. What are you talking about? You get kicked out. Oh, okay. So you never went to like um, one of them private gyms, like them field gyms and stuff. You know, most of the time they have like. No, I mean, I mean, when I was out, sometimes I would like if I was running, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, outside. I'd, I'd take my shirt off. Cause during the pandemic, that's when I was out in front of my house and I had my sports bra and my tights. I would do stuff like that, but. Mm-hmm. You trying to be seen? Some some people some people some people push the some people push the push it to the limit. Yeah, he didn't I, he didn't have to post it. I, know, I guess I, I know you see it though. Yeah, I know you see some people be pushing it to the limit. Oh yeah, when I used to work at um LA Fitness, mm. I didn't know until I started working um at a gym like that that dudes even wore shorts that short. Oh like God, dog, your shorts shorter than hers. Like I didn't know until people, then. People do a lot of a lot of yeah. wild stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But to digress, man, how how you how you how you feeling about this talk? I feel like it was a good talk. Uh-huh. It was um, it wasn't as crazy as last week, but it was, I feel like it was different side of us. It wasn't as intense as last week. Yeah. Uh, don't don't want to keep everything that like serious. No, 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 no. You know, man. I feel like this week was a good. We hit some good topics, especially with relationships. Uh, it could it could have been more clear. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like um, we might have to revisit some things. 
that you think about look some at, look certain at, uh, um, certain topics. Yeah, look at the footage. You know, mm-hmm. go back and go go study the tape, and, and come back. You know, mm-hmm. like on some sports. So, so, so. As a sports analogy, and y'all give us some topics y'all want to um, want us to t- touch on, especially with relationships and everything, because yeah. I feel like that is a topic that we really don't talk about. Right. So, um, we want to hear from you know the singles and the married people. Like, yeah, what roles or is there any defined roles? Do y'all feel that way? I want to hear from the cheating people too. I want to hear from everybody. The cheating people. Yeah, yeah I want to hear from everybody. So hey. the people that have they multiple. You talking about the yeah, people that yeah, got yeah. their um their flock? They're doing their thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so you was, did you have your little? Hey, your let's let's let's, let's let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> hey, there was a few, there was a few topics that my uh that my cousin had given given um. Well, I'm a, you know, we're gonna make other content on the on the platform, so I'm gonna touch on some of those things on on a, on a. A different version of of this thing. Here. Yeah, so, that's something to look out for. Yeah, for sure. It's so, not just gonna be me and Derek. It's it's gonna be other forms of content for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so we have another podcast that's gonna come, and then we're gonna we're just gonna see what other forms of content will work on the channel and get your feedback. Give it. Give us your input. Give us your support. And you know, again, just good things coming. Yeah. So All right. You ready to wrap this up? I'm ready. All right. This has been episode four, Derek and Deja. We we thank you again for the views. Go ahead and like, subscribe, comment, do all the stuff you do. And we're going to do what we do. So thank you again, and we out of here. Bye.